Hamill Construction Co. They care about building better futures for the kids in our community. QBCC 1210678. NRL Footy Tips with Billy Moore. On 92.7 Mix FM. Billy Moore's landed in the studio to talk all things NRL. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Uh, Caroline uh, based a little fact which was interesting about curling. Curling, that's right. I, you asked oh, Mark, yes. um, do, do the Scots do any good at curling? Billy told us emphatically no, but they do no good because they're always in the pub. Apparently it's uh, Billy that's always in the pub because the Scots have just won the <laughs> World Championships. So... <laughs> Just more, total stereotype gags, Bill. More right, detail, more detail. Hey, they, now, they, the Scottish want you to know that they were drunk and they won. That's what they want you to know. Hey, now obviously a massive week with the Pride jersey fiasco out of Manly. Now I am waiting for your take on this. You mm. are of mine, and I imagine a lot of people's spiritual advisor on NRL, Billy. Mm. What's your take? I have to say, so many times I come on this radio, I have to defend rugby league for social issues and things that rugby league's done as ambassadors of our community poorly. Well, they've done something very, very good here. I, I'm very proud. And, and we're talking about the Seagulls, who's um, my historical enemy. Uh, I'm very proud of what Manly have done, the coach, the, uh, the, the whole club, the way they've said, hey, we're going to wear this pride jersey. Uh, what they didn't do, they didn't consult their play group because um, I suppose they didn't realise before the start of this that it was going to have such a massive effect. Seven players have stood themselves down because of issues in relation to the, the pride jersey and uh, because of their religious background emphatically have said, we are not going to wear this jersey. And the club was stunned. Uh, and, and normally they would probably buckle under the weight of that because it's seven players. Um, and this game is important. An important game. Because they're, they're playing the Roosters and they're both on equal number of points. There's four sides on 20 points uh, and those four sides are vying for one spot left in the top eight. So a loss here for Manly and actually this will probably cost them this whole season. Uh, but, but they are emphatically saying, no, we're going to wear this jersey because we believe in... Uh, taking this jersey to represent the whole community uh, and the LGBTQ uh, community is part of our whole family. We're inclusive in rugby league. So they're putting all their chips on the table. They're not just saying it no, and, but not, and not meaning it. it. They're actually talking about it. This will cost them the whole season and good on them for standing up and saying, hey, uh, those seven players, they, they, they can stand themselves down. Um, but what it showed is, is they didn't actually ask those players prior would there be any issues. So, again, what that's showing is this is an issue where the game needs to be more inclusive. Ask the question. But this is where sport has the ability, like what we're seeing you know, across the whole spectrum. When you think about the, the, the Saudi Arabian and the golf group with, yes, with Greg yes. Norton, about, yep. about their um, human rights activities, it's putting a microscope on people's behaviour. That's where sport has the ability to do this. Yes, that's mm. right. And, and yeah. about, that's being, right. about being inclusive. Yeah. And, hey... Are you just saying it or do you mean it? Well, yeah. Manly are not just saying it. They're doing it. It'll cost them the whole season. So who is yeah. their owner? Because he seems to be, he's got a lot of backbone in this. Yeah, it's the Penn family. Uh, Scott Penn's the, the chairman of the club and he's, he's the owner. Um, he's the patriarch of the family. Um, they were Weight Watchers. <gasps> weight Watchers, oh. were they? They sold Weight they sold Watchers. Oh. They for about a couple hundred million dollars. So they own the club. So again... They're putting all the chips on the table saying, hey, we're not just talking about this. We mean what we're saying because I guarantee you at the end of this year, Manly will miss the semis. It'll go back to this game and I'm sure the club will be stronger by doing what they're doing. Um, Bill, there can was I, a, can I, sorry, oh, can sorry. I say one thing? There was an uh, article written by Peter Fitzsimons in yesterday's Sydney Morning Herald yep. and he said, look, they, uh, you know, I stand by the fact that they don't have to play. And he said, but everyone who barracks for Manly should look at those blokes and say they will never win a premiership for us because they w- they, they, they are blokes you would not go into battle with. Well, that, that's exactly right. So now it's going to put an emphasis on 
um, I suppose, the Pacifica group of people. Where exactly do you sit in the inclusiveness of people who don't actually have your religious back, uh, beliefs? And uh, are you inclusive or not? Because the Manly Club saying we are. So now it's going it's to put the spotlight. And what it means is everyone go forward from here and actually prove we all can come as one together. Uh, and Manly, and I'm just saying it again, Manly of all clubs for me are leading the way. Now, Bill, can I just ask two things? Firstly, any of these seven players, is there any last-minute chance of a change of heart from them and they can make the field tonight? If, if they want to, the club would definitely take them on board so, so they okay. can change. Uh, will they change? Well, that's up to them. And this is a totally a personal thing. The man in club's putting no pressure on it. And Des has a speech. And, and Des, the mad scientist, has come out and spoke really well on this issue. There is no pressure on these players. They're saying, please understand this is why we're in the jersey. If you want to come on board and jump in our boat, we're happy to have you. So at the 11th hour, they can do. Will they? It's up to them. And tell me, are there any openly gay rugby league players at this point, at the top level? Not that I know of, but in my time, Ian Roberts, who was the toughest, the toughest, yeah. the fittest, he yeah. came out during my era saying that he was he was probably the first person in global sport to say he was openly gay. gay, And he was the biggest, toughest guy yes. in the yeah. game. And, Absolutely. and we've all gone, oh, we knew that. We didn't really, but we just said, and, and no, yeah. no, no one had a drama. No one had a drama. Yeah. So, and now, now, now tell me though, Bill, like surely rugby league's got a problem if a player is gay and can't just be gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. this is the conversation they kind of forced themselves to have, haven't they? Well, in rugby league, it comes down to this, in my, my, my opinion. If you're looking at as peel it back to the actual core specific of the game, are you good enough to win me a premiership? Yes. Well, then, as long as you don't hurt anybody else, as long as you fit inside the, the, the laws of the land, you can do whatever you want. Mm. Say yeah. whatever you want, as long as you stay inside the laws and, of the land. And people yeah. who are reacting to what you're saying now and saying, well, why does, you know, what someone does in the bedroom have to be brought into the footy field? Because teenage boys who identify as gay kill themselves at five times yeah. the rate the rest of the community. And yeah, We've got a long way to go. And that's yeah. what this is all about. Yeah. This is about yeah. shining yeah. the spotlight on saying to these young uh, people, young men specifically, hey, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We love you. Come and enjoy the sport. You're inclusive. The yeah. word is inclusive. And that's where rugby league, and as I said, I come on the show many times to defend what I, I detest rugby league, letting the community down. Well, actually, they're holding it up this time. Well done, right. rugby league. Well, it's a big game tonight then. Uh, Sea Eagles minus uh, seven uh, players taking on the Roosters. The money is on the Roosters. They're fighting for that eighth position. You think the you think the Roosters are going to win this? Eight v nine. If everybody in the, in the side, I'd still lean towards the Roosters. Now, if you they don't, don't lay down and lose, I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> they're, uh, they're not reading the script, the Roosters. Exactly. Roosters yeah. You're the one letting everyone down, the Roosters. Um, but I think they'll win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks that way. Uh, look, no surprises for tomorrow night's game. The Storm taking on the Warriors. That's only going to go one way. Well, the Storm should win. Mind you, they've lost four in a row. If they lose against the Warriors in New Zealand, which is going to be a huge, hostile crowd, um, the Storm, if they lose this one, it, it'll be the five in a row. The, the be the equal worst in their 24-year history. They've actually had a dip, and a dip's actually become a, a canyon, which no one thought was possible. This is a massive game for the Storm. They've got to turn it around and turn it around now, so yes, they will win, win across the ditch. Uh, Eels taking mm. on the Panthers. Uh, look, the Panthers they just seem so untouchable at the moment, don't they? There's only one team's going to beat the Panthers in 2022. That's the Panthers. They are that good. <laughs> they, they're eight points out in front. They'll finish the season 10 points in the lead. Um, it's it's their season to lose, so they'll, they'll they'll beat the Eels. It what should be a good game because it's a derby, a local derby, sellout crowd at uh, Combeck. 
Yeah, Raiders in 10th, taking on the Titans in 15th. Well, the Raiders are one of the four sides. It's a must-win for the Raiders at uh, at the Gold Coast. They must win this if they're going to they're going to finish the season the top eight. They've got the easiest draw of the four sides that remain. So I've got the Raiders to win, and they must win on the Gold Coast. Okay, the Bunnies on Saturday. Arvo taking on the Sharkies. This is an interesting one. The Sharkies yeah. seem to be surging. Well picked, mate. This is the match of the round. Three v six, two heavyweights. The Raiders, sorry, the, the, the Rabbits have come from nowhere. Latrell Mitchell has come back. They've won their last three with him at the back of the, the in, at the custodian position and fullback. This would be a cracking game. I've got the Sharks to win in a thriller. Okay, going over to a bit of a who cares. The Broncos are going to enjoy this match, I think, against the West Tigers. They're in fourth. The Tigers in 16th. They've had a huge slip. Uh, they were robbed last week, the Tigers. They, they, they should have won in Townsville. Can't yeah. believe that game. That was, mm. that was the incredible decision. Which, so you, you, do you, is that it? Is it over? Like, is there any appeal or anything else they can do about it? They can make a lot of noise, but I've never seen in world sport where you, can re- you can't reverse a decision. It's done and dusted. Oh, yeah. I feel for yeah. them and their supporters. Um, but the Bronx to win that one to put a bit more fuel on their, on their fire and, and the pain for the Tigers. Okay, and the Knights taking on the Bulldogs. Sunday Arvo, oh, it's a bit of a who cares. Yeah, it is who cares except for Bulldogs fans. They'll win this. They've actually turned the corner of the doggies. There's a bit of magic dust that's been sprayed there on that team. Uh, the Knights at home, unfortunately, no Carl and Ponga, who, I'll tell you right now, Carl and Ponga's in serious jeopardy. This He's had five concussions this year. Three times mm. he's failed. Oh. He's, uh, he's probably one or two head knocks away. I hate yeah, to say it, but yeah. Carl and Ponga's career is hanging in a thread, I reckon. In the next six months, they've got to work out what's going wrong there. He's a superstar. And he never wears a helmet. Yeah, he does, but this doesn't make any difference. Yeah, Yeah. unfortunately for him. And and, and this is the other problem with rugby league and and all contact sports, isn't it? Is is this... This head knocking situation we've got, and the and the consequences when a player mm. stops playing, the end of their career or, or, or late in life, you know, there's there's you know, enormous evidence to say that uh, we need to be far more careful than the way we're being at the moment. Yeah, they're, they're world leaders, the NRL, in uh, concussion protocols, um, and they'll need to keep their their pencil very sharp with someone like Kale and Ponga. Yeah, they sure will. All right, so All right, you tipping better... the Cowboys in that last one there, Bill? Yes, sir. Cowboys, second spot. <laughs> Go the Cowboys. All righty. <laughs> I'm going to come last this year, too. Let me say that right now. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I know my football. <laughs>